we see a Welsh woman refereeing a men's Six Nations game. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Getting more women into refereeing is certainly a priority for the WIU Referees Department. Taking charge of men's games is a big part of that development. This week on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, we speak to WIU National Performance Referee Manager Paul Adams, along with 74 times capped former Wales prop Jenny Davis, who turned to coaching after giving up playing but is now moving up through the levels as a referee. Women's referees coming on with former Ireland international Joy Neville having taken charge in the Welsh Premiership and also at Pro 14 level. So plenty for the pair to discuss. Paul and Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Really good to hear from you both. And it's a really interesting story to go through. Just to start off with, Paul, you and Jenny go back a long way. Just explain where that comes from. Yes, both Jenny and I were involved in um, Welsh and British colleges competitions. And a good mate of mine who taught with uh, Jenny up in Banga introduced us. And we actually coached the first women's sevens tournament up in Nottingham and uh, it's the first time I came across Jenny really in a rugby capacity and uh, we did really well and the uh, the women actually won the British colleges that year. So that was my introduction to Jenny and really positive start. So pretty good at the coaching side of it Jenny but we'll come on to the refereeing just to start off with your playing career. How did you get into rugby in the first place? So I went to Uwick which is known as Cardiff Met now um, and I thought I'd try a different sport so I went to play rugby and kind of took to it like a duck to water. What was it about rugby that appealed to you? Well, my brother played it like years ago, so I'd always been involved, but women weren't playing around where I was. So I knew Ewick had a women's team, So um, and I'd previously played hockey and netball, so I thought I just wanted to change and thought, like, you know, I might be all right. Seems I can catch a sheep. It's not much difference. that's a very good point and it didn't take you long from that starting off in student rugby to come through to the to the Wales setup but just describe what it was like both at student level and at international level at that stage because it was a long way from what it is now well yeah because during that period you just turned up to training and just like did skills and drills and that was it whereas like towards the end you know you had fitness programs you were getting tested you had to watch what you eat uh, you had sports psychologists involved, analysis. So it was a lot more full-on compared to what it was when I first started. So when you first got involved, what was that like? That must still have been a really exciting time to pull on the jersey, to be involved. Oh, definitely. Um, it's probably one of the main sports where you, you do feel like a family and kind of the relationship that you, you have with players you know, I've still got really good friends from Uwick and like that's like 20 years ago who I met through like playing rugby. So it's just like an amazing sport. And you're based up in North Wales. So just describe the commitment for an amateur rugby player playing internationally with all the travel and everything that involved. Um, it was very full on. So to start with, we were just training on the weekends. So you'd like head down on Friday after work and then you'd train then possibly Friday night, Saturday and maybe Sunday and then like play rugby then on the Sunday afternoon but then like it developed then that you'd have to go down Wednesdays but the coaches were pretty good that uh, we'd only have to go down on a Wednesday when it was coming up to a Six Nations fixture but we'd ha- I, well, I'd have to leave work at 12, 1 o'clock to make sure that I was down for training for seven 
And then we trained then until half eight, nine. And then we wasn't getting back up then until half 12, one o'clock. So um, come Thursday morning, I was a bit grumpy with my students, bless them. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a pretty lengthy international career. Talk us through the highlights of that. Well, I started in the, when I was 19 in the Welsh setup, and then I retired when I was 33. And Joe, you know, was lucky that, you know, I went to South Africa in 2004, and then, you know, I've been to like two World Cups. So it's been nice, like, you know, you travel the world, you meet new people, you make like amazing friends. And an incredible time of development in the women's game as well. Yeah, it's come on heaps and bounds. Like, it's so, like, kind of full-on now compared to what it was years ago. The hours you have to put in uh, on fitness and, like, your skills, like, to play is, um, do you mean you've got to be very committed? As someone who watched you towards the end of your career, the experience and the game knowledge was something that really shone on the pitch, and you seem to be taking on that leadership role. Well, yeah, I like kind of helping the youngsters because, like, when you're younger, you're fearless, you just go into anything but I think as you get old you start to protect yourself a bit more and you play more with your head rather than your body so it was nice kind of like coaching and giving tips on the field with the guys you know next time let you know try this whatever or and especially like kind of in scrummaging you know if I was scrummaging with two of my mates we we didn't really have to speak much because we knew how the other person was going to play so you know and it's the same like you know on the pitch if when you get to know people really well you don't really have to communicate as much because you know what the other person's going to do. So trust and and everything is really important. So you had all this tremendous knowledge from 14-year international career. And at the end of it, going into coaching would have seemed like the obvious thing for you to do. But still, a women's coach in the men's game, that's a bit of a trailblazing decision. Well, I'd coached a little bit like um, in Canadwell and then like, you know, I'd done Welsh colleges as well. And then... I helped set up the RGC under-18s, which, you know, seems natural because I want other people to have the experience that I, you know, and the opportunities that I had, and maybe that I didn't have when I was their age. But I just found it very, like, tough because I still thought I was a player. As a coach, like, you stood on the sideline, you don't have an input uh, when they're on the field, and girls are very emotional. So, like, when we were getting thumped... <laughs> I couldn't deal with the emotions that they displayed. And involved in the men's game as well, was there ever any problems with that, any issues around that? Because your experience was have been so much above all the other people around you. Do you know what, all the men that I've like given like um, some coaching feedback to are, are brilliant. They kind of like accept it with open arms. They give me tips that I can use when, like, when I was playing. I've never like had men like go, oh, I'm not listening to you because you're female. It's kind of like... Like they're just supportive and they just want to learn stuff that you know and then vice versa, like give you skills that they have. So the frustrations of standing on the touchline, is that part of the reason for the move into refereeing? That is a chance for you to do something in your own right again? Well, yeah, because I chatted to Paul like years ago and I saw playing and he was like, oh, you should take up the whistle. And then in my last season of playing Welsh, Joy refereed us out in Ireland. And I was chatting to her because I used to play against her when she was playing. And she'd like, told me how much she was enjoying the experience and uh, and that you know I should give it a go and stuff so yeah I think refereeing is you still feel like you're a player but you walk off the pitch not being uh, like battered and bruised so yeah so I think refereeing is a nicer atmosphere for me than coaching 
And Paul, what was it about Jenny that as you know, the referee manager in Wales, you thought, oh, this is someone that uh, we should try and get involved? Well, one of our key areas for development has been women refereeing. And I think it's important that um, we, we targeted ex-players. And Jenny is probably the first one who's really taken it up properly and advanced as quickly as, as she has. But I think what impressed me about her, first of all, when, when I was working with her when she was coaching, was her rugby knowledge. And I think that uh, it, she's in an ideal position to transfer that rugby knowledge into refereeing, which ob- obviously then puts her at a, an advantage as opposed to some of the other people who take it up, both men and women, who haven't played a great deal. So I, I just think it's that rugby knowledge which can really help Jen in the future with her refereeing. So Jenny, was that partly your feeling as well, that it was a chance for you to do that in that way? Yeah, you can easily like transfer over. Um, and I think having played does like, help because you know what the coaches and players are trying to achieve. So um, you kind of can predict in a way as a referee where to go next because you've got an idea of what they're trying to go to. So, um, yeah, I found the transition easier than maybe somebody who hasn't played. So, Paul, you've got someone who you know has got a wealth of international experience, you know has that understanding of the game. Just describe the process of getting someone like Jenny involved. Well, first of all, it was quite easy with Jenny, really, because she was really enthusiastic. But Sean Brickle, who takes a lead now in uh, development and uh, coaching of referees, he puts on a number of courses. So we invited uh, Jenny to one of the courses and then we give her a mentor, which was Richard Morgan from, from North Wales. And then Rich goes with her for the first few games. And it only took a couple of games and Richard said, she's really good, she's, she's ready to go on her own now. But we, we've still kept up that contact. And I think it's re- been really good for Jenny to have that sort of somebody to give her advice uh, immediately after or at the end of the phone when she can pick up when she has come across something perhaps that she hasn't come across before. So the way that we develop the women referees is not a great deal of different to the men referees. However, we have started a, a women's academy off now in the last three or four months and we've had some really good meetings with them by Skype and Google Hangouts. So I think we put them probably in a better position than many of them who've gone before them. Jenny, what was that early process like for you? I found it really beneficial having someone with me when I was refereeing because I'm quite nervous if I don't know what I'm doing. So um, having like the assessors with me and then being mic'd up to them and then I could like ask them questions when I was refereeing and then they'd put a thumbs up or thumbs down kind of supported me so much and kind of built my confidence and I felt that I learned a lot quicker and progressed really like good. So and like even when I go on my own now, Rich is probably the first one I ring and, and you know, I talk him through the snare and I'd be like, This is what I've decided and he'll say, Yes, it's right or no, you were wrong and then like he'd give me feedback. But I also go up to the coaches or the captains after the game and I get their view on it. And like they've been very positive. Jimmy, they've picked me up on a few issues and say, Oh, you were wrong here, this is what you should have done. But like 90% of the time, everyone's been extremely positive and I've tried to learn from what they've given me. Coaches being positive about referees, that really is a good step forward. Um, well, oh, definitely, to be fair, I haven't had a bad experience with regards to players or, or referees. The only ex- bad experience I've had, and I probably beat myself up more, is if 
I've had a bad impact on the game because I want it to flow and you can you can see if I'm not doing something right I can feel it because you can see the first the players getting frustrated and it shouldn't be like you know it shouldn't be like that they should be enjoying it as much as I am and once upon a time a woman getting involved in refereeing the thought process would have been right referee the ladies game that would be that what was your feeling about men women's rugby differences between them what you would get involved in well I thought because I I refereed men's it was my first game and I thought that because they'd probably been playing from a younger age that they'd be more empathetic with me and to be fair they were and like players have been on the pitch you know like saying oh that was the wrong decision <laughs> and we'll discuss it later on in the, in the bar and like they were really supportive with me like they were never like oh my god this is a woman she shouldn't be refereeing they were like really encouraging and I just find with the women's at the moment due to normally women start a lot later you might have a few who start really young and carry on through that they're still learning so if you make a decision you've really got to explain why you've made it so that they understand otherwise women get really like they'll either get really angry or they'll get really upset but if you're like telling them what why you're doing something they then learn from it so then like the game flows a bit better whereas with the men you don't need to do that from your point of view paul was that ever a consideration because as i say once upon a time no one would have thought of a woman refereeing the men's game no, obviously we, we're very supportive of the, the women referee in the men's game. But I think in any sport when you're officiating, the more games you get under your belt, the better. So in order for referees and women referees to improve, they have to referee the men's games as well. Uh, so we, we start them off with, with second team rugby and youth rugby. And then depending on their ability, then they move up through the ranks. And like Jenny's playing career, she's she's moved on really quickly. So we anticipate that she'll be refereeing National League 3 and 2 next season. And also it gives her the opportunity to referee the women's game then on the on the Sunday as well. So she can have the, the full gambit really of playing experiences and refereeing those teams, which hopefully then uh, will aid her development. That is a rapid rise for any referee. Just describe what she brings to it and and what that involves, how quickly she's rising up through the ranks. Well, I think as well, having an ex-player involved shows some of the women referees who either when they retire, like Jenny did, coming towards the end of her career or where they have an injury, that there is something in the game for them and that they can enjoy it and can still be part of the game. And also it affords them the opportunity of travelling the world as well. And I don't think it'll be long before we have women referees on the seven circuit and ref in international rugby. And like Jen said, she's been to two World Cups. And hopefully that, that is the goal for us as a refereeing department, is to get a, a, a woman referee in the next World Cup. And presumably, Jenny, you would love your refereeing career to emulate your playing career and to rise to the highest levels. Um, well, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to, but I'm just taking one step at a time at the moment. Are you enjoying the challenges, rising up through the levels, the different standards of play? Yeah, I like learning, so I'm finding this really enjoyable and it's nice, like, kind of, when I first started, like, refereeing, it was, like, kind of my positioning, I was still running, like, the same lines as players, so I was always in the way, (laughs) whereas that started to come naturally to me now, so I don't have to think about that, you're thinking about other things, so it's surprising how the process is going, and that, like, you concentrate on one thing, and then that comes automatically, you think, right now I need to go on to the next thing, 
So yeah, so I'm enjoying it. Are you looking forward to this season when it eventually does start and the challenges at uh, National League level? Yeah, I think it's going to be something new and I'm just just going to have to take it in my stride and I just hope that everything that everyone's taught me like last season and over the summer period in the uh, academy that I actually do remember it because it just feels so long since um, being on the rugby pitch. Well, it has been quite a while, hasn't it? And Mm. it is a strange period. Presumably, what have you been doing during this period? Have you been able to think about it or do you just look forward to the the time when you are back on the pitch? We've had the academy sessions. We've been watching clips and like learning from other referees and having discussions on it. So that's like helped me. That's probably what I struggle with. I never knew there were so many laws. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> so as a player you only because like, as a player you didn't you didn't abide by many of them is that the reason <laughs> oh well, that's one thing and I was always a big thing well I don't need to know all of them there's a ref on the pitch you'll soon tell me so yeah so trying to like learn them all is probably my challenge and things I think I've learned something and then a month later I'm like oh my god I, I don't know it <laughs> so yeah so having to like go back over them I think when you're on the pitch I think it's it's easy because you just get into it and then it just comes like naturally. And what would your advice be to other women, other former players who were contemplating refereeing? What would you say to them? Uh, I say give it a go and give it a go for a season because you can't like do one and, and then make the decision and then have a go and then a month after you finished, then contemplate did you enjoy it or did you not and. I'd be surprised if many women say, oh, I didn't enjoy it. I think they'll enjoy that power bit of being in the middle. And Paul, what would you say to people contemplating following Jenny? There's no substitute for playing, in my opinion, but it's certainly a very close second best. And I think it it allows you to stay in touch with the game. And surprisingly, when Jenny said rugby is a family, refereeing is like a family as well. All referees are very, very supportive of, of each other. So I think really it's give it a go and see if you enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, then, you know, they always say a happy referee is is a good referee. I also think Jenny made a very good point in taking things uh, one step at a time. I think you can be too anxious sometimes and too keen to rise up through the ranks. And then you get away from the fact that the game is there to be enjoyed. And I think if you if you start enjoying it and then start learning like Jenny has, then it's a a very good career for anybody who wants to take it up. And a personal comment about referees. Every referee wants to help the game. That's why they get involved. But I've certainly watched some games where I felt the referee was getting in the way. And I've watched quite a few women referees, and I've yet to watch a bad one. Is that almost because there is a little bit more expectation that they have to be good to carry on? I wonder what the reason for that is. But, But every woman referee I've seen so far, I've thought, she's a really good ref. In the past, people sort of viewed it as a, as a men's game, but, but that has changed now. And I think the support that they get from the Welsh Rugby Union from a playing perspective is really good. And the challenge for us is, is to stay up with those standards as well. And all the referees that we've had show really good progress. They, they tend to be good, good listeners. The women that we have on the academy, they're there every week. They're there early every week. We don't have to cajole them to come to meetings. They're there because they want to. And some of the questions they ask are, are really insightful. So I'm really looking forward now with um, Sean to, to see how they develop over the next couple of seasons. I think with women, they 
want to get everything right so they'll like make sure they put the hours in and they whatever feedback you give a woman she'll listen to it and she'll apply it where i think men are a little bit like i'll just go with the flow <laughs> do, do, do you know what i mean i think it's the same with coaching like you tell a woman something to do it so one way and she'll do it exactly that way all the time whereas i find men just kind of they've got more confidence so they're just like oh if it goes wrong it goes wrong where girls dwell on it a bit more i think Paul, we're beginning to see some some women coming through to the very highest levels in in football in particular. We've seen that. Do you think it's that long before we start seeing women referees in men's Six Nations games, things like that? No, I think that Joy never really uh, set the standards for women's rugby. And you know, we've also got a professional women referee in Scotland as well. So I don't think it will be that long. I think it also goes hand in hand with how the women's game develops in Wales as well. We've traditionally had a lot of uh, referees who, as I said earlier, finish for whatever reason and then take up the whistle. And I think that'll be the case as the women's base develops in Wales as well. And the more women we get playing, then the more chance we got of, of women referees coming through. And then they're offered the same opportunities as men in terms of development and as joy is done they get there on their own merit then and what do you think jenny in terms of seeing that progress what do you think that does for women's rugby i think it just gives them confidence to think that they can do it i think with women sometimes they're a bit like kind of oh, i can't do it it's a, it's a man's sport or whatever so i think the more women that take up the women it'll encourage others and be like oh i'll have a go and i think you, you'll see a lot more international players taking up Jenny, it's great to hear about your progress. Paul, it's uh, really good to hear about the progress of the of the system developing women referees. Thanks very much to both of you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, and best of luck to Jenny this season. Interesting to hear about her progress. Keep listening out to the WRU podcast for more Welsh rugby updates and news. But until next week, goodbye and stay safe.